Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What are we talking about? Oh, yeah. TV shows and stuff. Okay, good. Hey. Guys, welcome back to Only Stupid Answers, the best damn podcast you are listening to. It's Sam, and over here is... DJ, DJ Waldridge. You, you powered out there for a second. You just kind of shorted for. I wanted a little bit of suspense. I wanted a minute, just one minute of suspense. Let's have a moment, a three minute moment of silence. Of silence up for suspense. The... There we go. Perfect. There There's a little bit of suspense, guys. Thank you for tuning in to Only Stupid Answers. Today is a big day. We're talking about a big movie. The biggest movie of the year, somebody might say. Somebody could say. <laughs> but not a lot to. of people are saying Nobody's that. Nobody's saying that. <laughs> uh, I, I'm Sam. Over here is DJ Waldridge. That he, would be me. That is him. And we Every week, we like to get together and talk about nerdy stuff. It could be movies, TV shows, comics, what have you. But You, you know can, why? Because hmm. we can. Hey, a little high five. And it, yeah. We made it. If you guys couldn't hear it, it was a little weak because we're far apart. We're, we're, it's, we're strangely far apart. Yeah, we had a new couch, mm-hmm. big day. That, thanks to you guys, we got a new couch. New couch. Uh, but you can listen to this podcast uh, on a bunch of different platforms, mainly two. Uh, we're working on it. We're working on it. <laughs> SoundCloud. So go ahead and search Only Stupid Answers. Make sure you like it, and uh, it's like a repost function on SoundCloud. That's always fun to see. Maybe download it, share with your friends, whatever. Yeah. But on iTunes, go ahead and rate it five stars. That's what we like to Please see. Do. Uh, and review it because we get uh, we like to read those reviews on our show. If you guys write a review, we might just read your on the show. We got a few right here. Uh, DJ, take it away with the first one. I will. This is awesome is the title of this review by Frodo Plays with a Z. This has quickly become one of my favorite podcasts and all the time of all time. This has quickly become one of my favorite podcasts of all time. Keep doing this, DJ and Sam. Hey. One of these days, I'll get through a comment read without screwing it up. I'll get ready for this one, then. A blessing. Five stars by Lovey. I work in a library, and it gets super dull, but I've been listening to this podcast while doing super boring library work, and it has made an made enjoy my time there more uh i love everything about this podcast you guys talk about all my favorite nerd crap and it makes my heart happy god bless america live long and prosper all that crap love you guys keep it up with the a plus content emma emma thank you so much we uh, sincerely appreciate you make sure you guys go and on itunes rate and review so we can read yours next time but uh on this podcast we'd like to open up a little bit we're going to talk about the biggest Nah, we're going to talk about a movie that came out uh, from DC Comics, uh, DC Films, uh, Suicide Squad. But before we do that, DJ, what have you been into this week? Oh, man. A couple things. A couple things this week. Uh, I read the most, I was able to read the most recent issue of Moon Knight, number five. Really good. Jeff Lemire. Ooh, small, Greg, I believe it's Greg Smallwood Mm -hmm. is the artist. But they introduced a um, a couple new artists this issue, including Franco Francavilla, who's one of my favorite artists, Mm -hmm. um, to depict the different personalities within Moon Knight's head. Mm -hmm. And it looks like we're going to be, that was the end of the first arc of this run. It looks like the second arc is going to be jumping from personality to personality with the different artists. That's cool. And one of them is uh, Knight of the Moon, which is a, 
space adventure or Moon Knight space adventure. That's cool. Yeah. Because he had a space adventure in Fear Itself? Forever Evil? No. Did he? No, was it Fear Itself? Wait, wait, wait. It wasn't Forever Evil. That's DC. That's DC. Not Fear Itself, because that was the one where everyone got Thor hammers. Oh, are you thinking... Uh, uh, Secret uh, Sucks? No, no, no. The one with Nick Fury, uh, with the murder mystery one. Yeah, the murder Watchers mystery one. Watchers Killed. Yeah, Watchers Killed. It's what like, is that one called? Uh, something Secrets. Some uh, yeah. Chamber Secrets. <laughs> is the Chamber of Secrets. Harry Potter and the Chamber of yeah. Secrets. That's that big <laughs> <Marvel> <laughs> crossover. But no, he, uh, Bucky, Gamora, and Moon Knight team up, and they take the Moon Knight ship, whatever the name of that is, mm-hmm. into space, and they find... A dead, I think they find Ego the Living Planet dead, and he Ooh. was shot by somebody. And <laughs> shot and killed. That's by yeah. by Nick Fury. There's yeah. the spoilers, but yeah, um, that is the comic pretty solid all the way through. Because I was waiting for like a first volume to yes, go pick it up. It is it, it is solid. It's a it's a good run. It's an interesting run. I like Jeff Lemire. It is not necessarily it doesn't necessarily hit the same heights as Warren Ellis's run, mm-hmm. but that's not a fair comparison to make because mm-hmm. Warren Ellison is the boss. Um, but it, it is solid as good. I'm very excited for the next, for the next arc. If they collect this one, it's the first five issues. It, it definitely leads right into the next arc. It doesn't necessarily feel like, it definitely feels like a part one. Is he part of Civil War two? He, uh, not according to this comic. He's, <laughs> he, I don't, he, I'm not quite sure. They do a good job of, you're not quite sure what is real and what's in his head. Wow. So I don't know where he is right now. He <laughs> could be on another planet for all I know. Uh-huh. Yeah. Damn, that sounds really cool. What else? So the other thing is I just finished Stranger Things. And? And I liked it. That is mm-hmm. not assuring yeah, <laughs> the way he said that. It's it's fine. It's it has it's really well made. It's really well acted. Um I and for the most part, it's pretty well written. It's yeah, yeah. yeah it's I just it it's I couldn't ever quite shake the feeling that I've seen this done before better for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um and I kept waiting it for it to like wow me and like mm. surprise me. And mostly it's just, oh, that's fine. Most of my reactions to stuff was like, oh, that's fine. Or it's, oh, that's kind of cool. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, you know, my it's never like, you never scream. Uh, the the most excited I got was the seventh episode where spoilers, I guess, if you haven't watched Stranger We're Things. We're assuming you've watched everything and read everything we've read. <laughs> exactly. Mm. Keep up with it. Mm-hmm. Um, where they're hiding on the bus mm-hmm. from the agent's. And everybody's kind of the kids are, and everybody's kind of on the same page. Episode seven is, in my opinion, by far the best episode of that series. It builds very well. It's so cool because they're bringing everybody together. That's interesting. When I was watching that, like, um, it pretty much every interview with a Netflix creator, they say this isn't like a TV show. It's like a really long movie, Mm -hmm. and I'm getting tired of that. (laughs) Uh, And it and because it's not to me, that's not the way you should make TV. I feel like it should be eight mini movies or 13 mini movies however many episodes you have mm-hmm. um that's just how i like i enjoy tv i enjoy discussing tv where you're about be able to go like oh remember the episode where this happened you're like what and increasingly especially with netflix shows it's like this happened oh wait like if you're not if you have binged all the way through it and somebody's trying to talk to you like they can't remember what that happens on problem. what episode that's like, a problem with netflix yeah. shows um i do like that they're structured like chapters in a book though and yeah they, and it does build like it build that's and I, I think that kind of added to my sense of dissatisfaction because it was i i whenever i sit down and watch a movie i unless i've seen it before like mm-hmm. i'm i'm committing to w- sitting down and watching all the way through i don't stop midway because mm-hmm. you don't get a good impression of the movie um and that i i think that contributed to some of my dissatisfaction because the story wasn't they hadn't built up to the stuff that they were trying to build up to Mm -hmm. 
easily my favorite character is No Teeth Kid. No, he's really he's good. He's the best. And I think Lucas, uh, he was the friend who was always doubting everything, and he's the one who gets he's thrown cool. the first yeah. time. I like him because he grounds it, because it's like he does. he's acting like a genuine human being in it and he not was, being gullible. Of of the kids, he was my favorite until um, Dustin, I think is the No Teeth kid. Yeah. Until he was like... Uh, he calls, does he call everybody out? He calls everybody out, and he's like, you guys need, you drew first blood, so you're the one that needs to shake hands. And he was yeah. like a peacemaker, <laughs> and I was like, I'm on board with this guy. You drew first blood. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I always love that line. I forgot what TV show makes fun of that. Um, no, the the show does. It isn't perfect. Yes. Uh, do you get why so many people love it though? Like why? Like specifically, yeah, I, I do. think it's kind of like um, it's it's definitely a nice flavor. It does some really interesting things. Uh, I like the idea of the upside down. Um, I like the design of the monster, although the CGI in the last episode gets real shoddy at points. Yeah, it does. And it was one of those, like, the the portal, the initial portal was CGI. Mm-hmm. You could have done that practical. Yeah. Put your CGI budget into the monster a little bit more. Yeah. That. Um, the, in the, my favorite moment in the last episode is when the teenagers are fighting the monster in the house with the Christmas lights and mm-hmm. everything. That, like, I wanted more of that earlier. Yeah. Um... But it's definitely got a cool tone. And if you're into those, uh, my 80s nostalgia is more Gremlins and Evil Dead mm-hmm. than Spielberg and Stephen King. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, but if that's the type of, if that's your, if that's your jam, like you, it's, you should be all about it. It would be really cool. Somebody brought it up that it would be fun if Stranger Things was an anthology series when they could kind of revisit yeah. like nostalgia based, like horror films or sci-fi, like ideas yeah and you make eight episode series out of that yeah like so you could revisit like a gremlins type like that would be thing. great what what are the i've stayed since i hadn't finished it i've stayed in the dark about the rumors for season two what's the word on the street of what they're doing for it's season a sequel two? it's a sequel i which i don't know how that works i think they kind of buttoned it up pretty well even though they had some sequel bait and i also don't know if there's enough they i think they'll have to retool their premise i i don't know if there's enough to left over mm-hmm. to maintain another season i think you kind of end up getting stuck with similar premises like you yeah. they're there instead of getting who's the kid who's lost what was his name good um, question byers will byers By, uh, yeah, so, yeah mm-hmm. uh, instead of looking for will they are looking for Levin, and she's kind of like pushing through and she can make a bigger like effect because she has like powers and stuff yeah. but it's like i think that's kind of the extent of it or there's more monsters or a bigger monster like i don't know they could do they could pull on aliens Mm-hmm. Where it's like, if you thought one of those monsters was crazy, what if it's an army of them? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But then... Fun idea. You start losing... I, You know, another cool thing is, is if it'd be the same characters, but in the 90s, and you change your nostalgia bait mm-hmm. to m- more modern... I don't know. You, there's There are some cool things they could do with it. I would definitely check out a season two. Um, Yeah. Would it's be cool? good. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's good. Yeah. It's good. What else are you watching? Anything else? Mm, that's it. Oh, that's it. Well, I uh, I just got to guest on Jason Inman's podcast. He guested with us last week. It was very fun. Uh, that episode will be out in September, so go ahead and follow mm. my Twitter. Yeah. My Twitter. Go ahead and start listening. There's a Geek History lesson. Geek History lesson. Yeah, go ahead and start following that, so when September rolls around, you'll be ready for it. You'll be ready. You'll be prepared. You know what you're getting into. We talked about Flashpoint, and so I reread the Flashpoint five-issue mm-hmm. little event comic, it's fun if you are getting into comics. I, it's a pretty fun I like take on some characters. 
but I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it's the first thing you should read because you're going to be very confused because it's like when you retool like Shazam and into mm-hmm. five kids, you're like, I don't understand. Which, by the, the way, I always like that. that concept of Shazam, that idea of, of five kids, into kids merging into Shazam. I always thought that was kind of mm-hmm. cool. But Billy is still like the conduit like of the lightning and everything. Yeah, it was still it's still cool. But we talked about that. And then we read the Batman tie in for Flashpoint. The that was my favorite of uh, the Flashpoint tie ins by far. Night of Vengeance. I think yeah. it is. Uh, you learn about Flashpoint's Joker. Uh, you learn more about what happened to Bruce and what Thomas is like and how he's his Alfred is kind of um, penguin. It's kind mm-hmm. of cobblepot a little bit. Yeah. He's he's more of his like financial assistant. Yeah. Um, and Jim Gordon is still basically Jim Gordon. Oh, Oracle is Selena Kyle, which is really fun. I remember that. Now. And it's kind of sad, but it's like it's yeah. a cool version of her character. Uh, but overall, that is probably that was that's what I got to do. It was a lot of fun. And reading Batman's comic, it was I've never read Brian Azzarello. I yeah. think I think. Um, and I really enjoyed his writing style yeah. and the artist. You said the artist Eduardo Riso. Yes, and he was He's, very good. Uh, the best. Mm-hmm. I would kill to have an opportunity to work with him someday. I I don't. Do you like crime fiction typically? Yeah. Okay. For sure. You, I mean, that's should. why I enjoyed uh, Black Mirror so much because that's yeah. super. You might want to check out uh, Hundred Bullets at some point because mm-hmm. uh, that was their that was their first. Well, the first big collaboration was Johnny Double, which was a four issue run, which was also great. What is that? Um, it's it's an obscure DC detective character mm-hmm. that they kind of revamped for Vertigo, and that was their first collaboration together. And then um, and it's just a typical PI story. Mm-hmm. And then they did Hundred Bullets. When is Detective Chimp coming to the Greybridge? Isn't Good he question. like a imaginary? I, <laughs> I would love, I would love uh, Detective Chimp to be part of it, like Justice League Dark. Something bring back Detective Chimp, man. He's in, he's in Justice. He is he's in Justice. Year Good. Three. Detective Chimp is it's, amazing. It's the best reveal because Constantine's like kind of like trying to. There's reasons why he's getting involved in this conflict between Batman and Superman. Um, but he's like, I need to find the best detective on the planet. And you think, obviously, go to Batman. Batman. Yeah. And then he shows up as Detective Chimp. And as someone who doesn't know who that is, and you're yeah. reading, and you're like. Okay, I'm like I don't know, and then later you, he, they kind of play with the idea that he's not real, like he's kind of like imaginary, kind really? of. And That's I'm like, interesting. Or he was wished into being so and like pre New Fifty Two, he's definitely real. He's definitely real. Yeah. Mm, he uh, what did they do? Uh, oh, there's a scene where uh, who is Chaz? Is that Constantine's cab yeah, driver? Yeah, 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 cab driver. Yeah, he's in it, and they pick up they pick up Ch- Detective Chimp and Batman, and. Constantine like turns to Chaz and he's like look in the back seat and like it's like it's Batman and a chimp dressed <laughs> yeah. as a, detec- a detective and they start laughing so hard at both That's of them. Amazing. It's a really good scene. That's why I love Injustice because they can also poke fun at a lot oh, of the, the stuff, stuff. That's because awesome. there's no stakes whatsoever. Yeah. The only people reading these are people who kind of know the characters yeah. and then you but they still don't make too inclusive jokes yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's really cool I uh, so that was fun to revisit Flashpoint. Have I been reading anything else? I've been still sticking with uh, a bunch of the DC Rebirth storylines, mm-hmm. and I Nightwing is pretty cool. I yeah. still don't know. I should probably just go back and read Grayson or one of the Grayson volumes, but like I still don't know how he got his Nightwing identity back. Which because yeah. they say like, oh, you got your name back, you got Nightwing back. I'm like, the whole world yeah. like saw you. So yeah. I don't know, but he's being trained right now with like a new type of Batman, which mm-hmm. is his name is Raptor. Cool like name. A, na- named after the bird, not yeah. the which I was like, okay, that's I thought you meant like raptor, like yeah. a velociraptor, which would have been like cool. Jurassic Park, 
Right? That'd been cool. What if, he, what if Nightwing started being trained by a, an actual velociraptor dinosaur? I think his fighting style would improve, <laughs> and it would be very Probably. interesting. And he has his cool, raptor has this cool gauntlet that can kind of, the way he described it, it will make what he needs. So he can make different kinds of, like, gases to, like, knock people out or, like, shark repellent or, like, other stuff. Like, it kind of just makes it and or quickly, like, by reading his thoughts or something. Because he seems like a pretty new character. So yeah, yeah. as far as I can tell. I am not familiar with raptors. So yeah. he might be new to this mm-hmm. and uh they have to deal with because he's worth the working with the parliament of owls mm-hmm. uh, not the court because it's, it's big difference. big it's a big one uh but they spoilers but they 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 stop a slave ship from taking these like refugees to mm-hmm. port somewhere else so that the parliament could use them to build like this thing that this like new country they're trying to build gross um but nightwing kind of has to concede to like giving these people over to the Parliament of Owls because it's like you can save these 200 people now or you can save a million people later. It's like, it's kind of like, yeah, but at the same time, those. it's teased at the end that Raptor's like, I know what it went through your head. And he's like, I know how to play the long game too. And it's like, okay, so there's something, there's a fun little mystery here. Yeah. It probably won't be as exciting as I think it's going to be. That's usually <laughs> what happens that. with like these main titles, but um, it's fun. It's good. I'm rewatching Fringe again, and I'm working my way through it. They just got to the episode where it's such a cool... This is the premise of the beginning of the episode, because in the first season, it was very, like, monster of the week, but not always monster, like, sci-fi concept yeah. of the week. And this one was, these college students are breaking into an animal testing lab. Mm-hmm. They're letting all the animals out, and they're, like, spray-painting the walls and everything. And they're like, yeah, we're, we're taking down the man, or whatever the fuck. And uh, an alarm goes off on one of the lab technicians phones and he's like shit someone's broken in so like and why would he get an alarm because that's very suspicious so he gets there and um they notice that one of their friends is missing Mm -hmm. and they go back to the very back and he's opened a door that was dead bolted and he walks out and he was like i saw what you did like he's talking to the lab technician Mm -hmm. now that has showed up and he's like um everyone's gonna find out and like i don't think the kid fully knows what he found because he thinks he found like experimentations but all of a sudden a claw like a giant kind of grayish claw grabs the technician and pulls him into the room and everyone starts screaming and um the kid who had walked into the room gets attacked next and he dies and then they start driving away as as fast as they can and then they like their car flips these kids are crying and they're like well i don't know what we did and uh all of a sudden this thing kind of growls and hisses at the same time Mm -hmm. and attacks the car and like rips it apart and kills it but uh kills them but what you find out is that these people were doing animal uh hybrids and so they were combining snakes with like it's a it's a mega animal with like uh attributes of a bat and a snake and a tiger what could go wrong exactly like it's like basically it was a test and like the way they explain it with like real science it's Mm -hmm. very fun and it's very scary because if it can scratch you it it's asexual so it impregnates you with its like thing so it's very it's very cool no and that's they try to build up a B character on the show. It doesn't quite work. They kill him <laughs> off a little bit later. But like it was a good. It's a yeah. good episode for him for Charlie. That's cool. But uh, overall, that was what I got Charlie. to do this week. Charlie got a little. He got a short end of the stick with that show. Oh, but, um, Charlie. He was actually in Planet of the Apes: The Dawn. He was the, the guy. The, both good. the good one, but, but like the better one. Yeah. But uh, he was the the guy who doubted, you know. And then he eventually like that ape pulls him out of his car and then beats him beats him to death. Remember the human that doubted, and he was always like, "I don't trust the apes." Yeah, yeah. That that's Charlie from French. If anybody gives a so shit gets, about that, he's getting killed. <laughs> yes, basically. he's the he's the guy that gets killed. He's the guy that gets killed. 
And uh, But yeah, that's what I got to watch this week. That's what DJ got to do this week. But that's not important. You guys want to hear what we have to think about Suicide the Squad. Movie of the year. We got a couple tweets. Uh, you want to read those right off the bat? You want to yeah, get into can, some We can, we can read a couple of the preliminary tweets. We, mm-hmm. got, uh, we got three here uh, off the bat. Uh, Nate at Nate underscore pop one said some of the criticism criticisms are justified but i still enjoyed it if anything it's made me want to see these characters again yeah. which is something i even though it's a messy movie mm-hmm. i think we can both agree on that yeah for sure i really liked the characters mm-hmm. yeah very good character development for for everybody i yeah. feel man, minus my killer croc <laughs> yeah it's not, not even just character development they were they were fun to watch yes that's the bigger thing Hi, Will. Uh, William Haynes is here. Yeah, special, go ahead. Oh, yeah, Will saw, Will saw Suicide Squad. You want to Wait, say Will something? saw a movie? Will saw yeah. it with us, yeah. I totally saw the movie. And I was like, okay, so the movie was like hella beautiful. Like, there are shots that were like, all the Joker shit was shot top notch. But I was like, this is kind of racist and sexist. How's it racist? Okay, somebody had a line in the movie that was like, B-E-T. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't say that shit. And the dude, and like Will Smith is like, essay, essay, and shit. And also, all the women in the movie uh, are just so linked to a man. They can't make a decision without a man. And I was like, that's weird. But not that I'm usually the kind of person to get onto that, but I just thought that that was weird and I wanted to talk about it. Right, thanks for chiming in, man. We appreciate Special it. Special guest, William Haynes. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much. Dropping in. Yeah, we're going to hit on some of those points later because yeah. second viewing, I understood Killer Croc a lot more. A lot better. <laughs> yeah, Killer I could Croc actually is, hear what he's saying. Killer Croc is more challenging to understand than Bane was in the yes. Dark Knight. <laughs> when we saw it, we saw it 2D regular. We just wanted to see the movie because yeah. you don't want to invest too much because in case you get hurt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, true. Uh, but uh, in 2D, apparently, without surround sound like crystal clear you can't hear what killer croc is saying we get a couple other tweets uh captain of centuries at thought bubble bubble jesus <laughs> thought bubble. 27 <laughs> writes i loved it 8.5 out of 10 i went with five friends and we had a great time it was fun and entertaining but had some problems love diablo i think we all yeah, uh, love they did diablo. a good job with El diablo this um was not as glowing morgan's wild ride at morgan's wild ride joker wasn't scary plot was awful katana was pointless croc underused deadshot harley and boomerang and, and diablo were great agreed so i guess should we start with spoiler free ish let's do a little spoiler free uh dj go ahead and take it away um i liked it i i think um it's definitely I would like, like I just said, it's definitely a messy movie, but it's very entertaining and very engaging. And I like, the, the, I guess I describe it as the aesthetic, mm-hmm. the kind of grimy aesthetic. And I think I'm starting to learn something about myself that I'll take messy over safe any day. Like mm-hmm. I feel like the Marvel movies hardcore play it safe with most of their movies hitting kind of like the same formula. It's same every beats, time. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and. Uh, with this especially i feel like not that there aren't some traditional superhero beats that are hit laser beam up into the sky but that's getting uh, a little <laughs> old what are you talking about but like it's a laser movies be- deep yeah it's, <laughs> it's a laser beam up into the sky and it has the ring of trash always <laughs> it's the and i like the that he describes it because it's a ring of trash, trash yeah. <laughs> um it's just it maybe every machine that the thing can find he's like oh it's a machine and throw it <laughs> up in there yeah. um but uh all the characters like the, i i ended up liking on the you go into a movie like this like okay who's gonna be my favorite character and to this point i still don't know if i could tell you who my favorite is because i i other than 
one character who's not in it for very long. Uh, <laughs> uh, I found them all entertaining, and engaging, and, and a cool. They brought a cool dynamic to the team. Even Ooh, Katana. There might even be one. Oh, you mean specifically the team? You don't mean all characters in the movie? Oh, uh, the team. Yeah, the, the team. Main okay, because yeah. I was like, there's, there's one person that is a little rough to. She's a little rough. I think everyone's on the same page with her. But uh, we'll get to her in a second. But I, I enjoyed the movie as well. It had problems. Second viewing made me like it a lot more. It made me like the Joker a lot more. It made me understand him. Mm-hmm. It made it like it. I guess also I had a drink, so that maybe like relaxed it. Helped a little too. But it, 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 he fit into the world more. There yeah. are definitely problems with him, but his relationship made much more sense with Harley. Um, well, yeah. later I'd like to talk with you more because they've word has released on some of the the scenes specifically his that were deleted. Ooh, so we'll, we'll get to that when we get yeah, to spoilers because yeah. I would like to hear. Um, but I know he spoke out and said there were a lot of scenes. That he were seems cut. crazy depressed. The stuff that I've been reading about. Like, oh, because they were so because everything's cut. <laughs> yeah, I don't because know. do you hear what he had to do for this movie? Like he, he didn't have to do. He okay. He to ha- be fair, he to. didn't have to. But yeah. the more I read about the set of this movie, it sounds like a hell. It <laughs> sounds like straight up hell. But I, I enjoyed it. I. Uh, Will Smith killed it. Mm-hmm. Margot Robbie, I was very hesitant because Harley Quinn, even when I read her, it's kind of, excuse me, a little hiccup, but um, she's kind of hard for me to relate to or yeah. even enjoy. There's something about, maybe it's like, like the accent like they always put on her. It makes yeah. her, it adds another level of cartooniness that like, yeah. at least with Deadpool, even though he's zany and has a bunch of thoughts in his head it's like there's something that's kind of fun about it i guess yeah. i don't know what it is but uh maybe it's the healing factor too that can add like a little bit more violence to him it yeah. makes him more vulnerable but um uh she nailed it i yeah. loved her character i i was really worried that she was going to annoy me yes because uh, i am of the opinion that um like like deadpool if i once you got harley quinn out of the animated series Paul Diniverse she's been a lot more hit or miss for me mm-hmm. and I think like Deadpool a little bit goes a long way mm-hmm. and so I think they they utilized her expertly mm-hmm. no she was used very well especially like we'll get to the time no. about to say spoiler but uh, El Diablo character who has no yeah. n- does literally nothing in the comics it, they used him very well yep. uh, Killer Croc looked really cool when he took off his shirt it was a little weird but he overall looked pretty cool yeah and, uh, and i like I, again i liked even characters like him and captain boomerang that didn't have like an arc mm. added a cool dimension they added cool texture to the team mm-hmm. i i kind of wish he had a little bit of a backstory because you well, don't need an arc they, apparently he had some deleted scenes damn that no. sucks that would have been so cool to see yeah. him like taking down some guys or something yeah. uh also i want to have a comment about killer croc that i want to bring up later but captain boomerang the first movie I've liked Jai Courtney in yeah. ever. Yeah. I do not like Jai Courtney in this. He was very funny. I think it's because for once he didn't have to play the just typical pretty boy mm. action guy. No, he was gross yeah. in this. He's super <laughs> disgusting. Gross. He's super disgusting. Like he's a feta. He's got like a fetish for the fetish. I, the fetish, the unicorn thing. I didn't. Very might Deadpool have been too much. Yeah, I. Like, it didn't bother me, uh-huh. but it felt like I don't know if we need this. Uh, definitely not in his comic book character. That is mm-hmm. not him. But oh, I well. like that it. He like had a mouth. He will mm-hmm. basically say or do anything he wants, like most of these characters, but to yeah. a, like a greater extent. Um, it's not crazy. It's just like an asshole, yeah. and he is purely an asshole. I think Katana's kind of pointless. And overall, the story is uh, you've seen it before to an extent. Uh, yeah, and it's very messy. Uh, also, Rick Flagg, surprisingly, he did not bore me. And no. he made a lot of... I liked what he had to go through through this movie. Yeah. His The romance thing, 
I get, was, a, was a little strange. I see on paper why they did it. Yeah. It just maybe didn't pan out. A lot of stuff in this movie didn't pan out the way I think they wanted it to. But and I also thought Joel Kinnaman was really good in was. that role. I, I, um, yeah, I, I, I liked I liked everybody on the team. I remember Tom Hardy said that originally Tom Hardy was signed on to be Rick Flagg. Yes. And thinking about it, I'm like, he wouldn't have brought anything else different to that role than Joel Kinnaman. I really don't feel like it's a role that like opens up to a lot of new things. Yeah, so. and I and I think I also also think that Tom Hardy is such a a presence mm-hmm. on screen that it would have been distracting. Yeah, it would have been cool to see Tom Hardy and Will Smith like it go up against have, each other. It, yeah, it would have, and then it would have definitely felt like with with Joel Kinnaman, it really felt like, oh man, can he stand up to these? see these guys will he be able to hold his own and then he holds his own and you're like yeah with tom hardy i don't think there would have ever been a question yeah with it's like with tom hardy would have been will he snap will will smith's neck and drink the marrow out like, yeah because he'll do that <laughs> without even thinking if yeah. he gets a little hungry he might do that uh but yeah the, uh, i would give the movie like 7.57 out of 10 i feel like that's a fair score for this yeah movie. you know what so that's a that's a cc plus yeah i feel like that's fair one thing i did like about it too is that you get a lot of movies like i think guardians of the galaxy and deadpool specifically where it's like we're bad we're the bad ones we're bad and it's like you're not that bad you yeah need to, you need these guys these are guys are murderers. bad <laughs> yeah <laughs> and like they like it and it's not like we like it it's like they like it like yeah. they especially will smith's comment like in the movie when he's putting on a suit they he makes a comment that like he likes wearing the suit because it means someone's going to die and yeah. i'm like that's a that's that, dark uh, they, and they do something say. Uh, they especially one of the characters backstory since we're in non-spoiler territory i won't go, dive into it but like they don't skirt around the absolute worst case scenario mm yeah yeah we'll what get you, into that in yeah a what you I, think happened is what happened and it's gnarly yeah and yes but yeah. what what would you rate this movie because it's about to say spoiler probably seven seven point five it's weird for me because it's in in some ways i i enjoyed it a lot more in theaters at least i enjoyed it a lot more than batman v superman yeah i enjoyed it more i personally enjoyed it more than deadpool um and i gave the, both those movies a c when we saw them but it feels like this should also be a c even though i enjoyed it more you enjoyed it more but it's not necessarily better um, made in any way yeah you know yeah there's something though that i mean there's a lot of problems that drag it down i might i think the biggest thing the and we'll get into this more the it gets a little repetitive in the middle part yeah but i think the for me the biggest drawback was that there's definitely a better movie in there some of the moments they try to hit are really cool ideas that if they paced it differently cut it differently fleshed it out more Mm would have been like great like this could have been a great movie let's start moving into spoiler territory because what you're talking about moments there are some moments in here that like i was like fucking on the edge of my seat like this is so badass and then mainly it was everything when deadshot got a chance to like shine from it like when he is showing off his skills to amanda waller and rick flag when he's hitting that is the coolest idea ever like i always forget like yes he never misses but it's like oh shit he like never Never misses misses. yeah Yeah. when he's just blowing through the holes he's made in the Mm -hmm. targets and they're just becoming red hot and shit no he blows straight through he burns through the little targets which is really cool and he goes through that whole mountain of guns i will smith Will Smith is easily the best live action Deadshot we've gotten. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I forget we've had technically we have two. Technically. Three. What's the third? Smallville. Oh sorry. I mean oh sorry, I mean, two before this, that's what I meant. Sorry, oh, two before three this, yeah, totally. Yeah. Smallville and then and then um Arrow, Arrow, which was fine. Yeah. I think uh scared Floyd Lawton on in Earth Two is a lot more entertaining than Floyd Lawton in <laughs> Earth true, One. That's yeah, very true. I liked him a lot more. But even though people were like, "Oh, he wasn't Deadshot; he was Will Smith," it's like I don't the swagger, the charisma. Mm-hmm. It's like that's kind of 
it is kind of dead shot. It's dead shot. Like mm-hmm. he's he's a little bit more compassionate, especially to his daughter than um, typically. He does in the comics. He does have a daughter, or at least he did. I don't know if New Fifty Two changed that. No, he's got a daughter, and he used to have a son too. Whoops. But the son in pre New Fifty Two, we're gonna get real really quick. Mm. His ex wife basically hires some men, and this is to get back at Deadshot. Yeah. I, and I could have it a little bit wrong. Basically, what happens to the son, uh, he gets, uh, I believe, in a lighter sense, he gets molested and then murdered. What the Yeah, hell? I think he might go further than molested, but I could be wrong. That's, That's why not, I don't want to say it. That's not. Yeah, but then New 52 came around, and they deleted that character Good. completely, and they yeah, just well, left it to not. a daughter. Uh, but They wanted I, to make sure that Deadshot is the most depressing character <laughs> you could ever read, uh, ever. But um, also... Uh, where was oh, uh, I? Deadshot, you like Will out. Smith? Deadshot with his daughter. Oh, in his rule against women and children, I don't believe comic Deadshot uh, gives a flying fuck about women and children. He'll just no. shoot anybody. I think they had to make him a little human. Well, yeah. and also explain one of the moments that bothered me. Now that we're in spoilers, it the my big moment is they have they have this big action sequence where a character has a cool raw raw kick ass moment, which is Deadshot is he's just gunning down guys, Man, which so is destroying. Cool. And then they get into an office building and they have the basically the same action sequence where uh, uh, Rick Flag is almost kidnapped both times. Mm-hmm. And then they another, do explain why that they do why, explain yeah. that why that happens. And then um, uh, another big character raw raw moment with El Diablo uh, showing off his abilities. And then they save Amanda Waller, and then they immediately have to save Amanda Waller again. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that bothered me when it happened is Waller orders, which, by the way, great Amanda Waller. Viola Davis. She is scary as Great as Amanda Waller. Yes. uh, Orders Deadshot to shoot Harley Quinn as she's escaping, and he doesn't. And I'm like, bullshit that he doesn't. And then he reveals, like, I don't do women and children. So it's less some devotion that he's, he's gained for Harley within the last four or five hours yeah and more that like amanda waller asked him to break his own personal code mm-hmm. and he's like but he you. almost did he almost did he was pretty much like 80 percent there to yeah. the shooter and but like also that means that he would have like gotten to see his daughter again so that would have made sense why he would have possibly broken his code for that yeah. but no deadshot like i said i've said before but that will smith in this role did feel like classic Will Smith like in iRobot and all of his action movies right. he used to and do Men in Black Independence and Day. Day yeah and even in interviews and stuff like that he seems like happy to be alive and stuff it's like where's this Will Smith been man I miss it I yeah. miss going to a, a, a summer blockbuster movie with Will Smith in it and just being excited about him in no, it he carried this movie yeah and so did Margot Robbie her Harley Quinn everything they did second time around all the Joker Harley background story yeah was incredible. It was really like it was far more entertaining, yeah. and especially the scene where she jumps into the Ace Chemicals vat. The of, vat. Yeah, that turns her into Harley. But th- also, the scene is really interesting. A second thing, but it's like, or maybe I just missed it the first time watching. But it's like uh, when you, she she's asked by the Joker, uh, "Will you die for me?" She says yes. He's like, "No, that's that's too easy." Uh, "Will you live for me?" And she says yes. And mm-hmm. like. Then she falls in, yeah. and he starts to walk away. And I, when I first time watching, I thought he was just waiting for her to like kind of cook a little bit and yeah. then go in and get her because he wanted to like. But it's that through dynamic that with Joker. Does he care? Or does he not care? Yeah, and I think I was talking with Amanda here, uh, who works at uh, at SourceFed, and she said that he wasn't going to save her. If you yeah. watch it, it's like he is disposable with everyone is disposable to him yeah. but since he's invested so much into her already that he and he kind of in a weird way cares about her yeah. 
that that's why he dove in and saved her and like yeah, uh, yeah that's it's a, it adds another layer to how fucked up their relationship is yeah. and second viewing joker jerileto really did a good job i think he i would very much like to see ben affleck and Jared Leto go up against each other. I would like that. And also, because we didn't get a lot of Joker in this cut of the movie. Yeah. Um, I compared him, we've talked about this before, I compared him to the Justice League nods in Batman v Superman. Yeah. Where they're distracting and you could have cut them out of the movie and it would have been fine. Yeah. Uh, but, so I don't know if we got enough Joker for me to have a real opinion on his on, performance. On his performance. Mm-hmm. Although I do like the return of Gangster Joker. This is very, this isn't Terrorist Joker. This is definitely like Crime Lord Gang Joker. Um, and I would really like, I would like to see him and Ben Affleck's Batman really, because they interact in this movie, but not a lot. Mm-hmm. I'd also really like to see this version of Joker hang out with Jesse Eisenberg, Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor. It would be very Cause, scary. Because I feel like they would love each other. Mm-hmm. Normally Joker and Lex Luthor do not get along. I feel like these versions of the characters would be really amped to be around each other. Mm-hmm. But that brings me that we got a tweet, um, uh, Danny Sutton at, I, Daniel Sutton, no, is it I? Yeah, I, Daniel Sutton. Uh, thoughts on Joker? I thought he was okay, but he gave off a sex pest vibe for me, which put me off him a bit. I mean, that's kind of the Joker. I mean... Well, I thought it's interesting because we've, we've really emphasized the charismatic Joker, but I think there's a part of the character that is should be gross and disgusting. Kind of, You shouldn't want to be the Joker. Yeah, no, you brought that up a lot. It's like the people shouldn't really want to like take on characteristics of like i mean dressing up like him is fine because he's like a fun he's in a fun idea yeah but he's a horrible person he has done every horrible thing you can possibly think of and also not like socially well developed like yeah i think there is room for a joker i don't know if that's what they were going for here that's just not cool Mm. you know and and i'd be but i i was not bothered by leto's performance i was a little uh, bombed that it seems like he put so much work into it for it to be. I think he's really bummed. I think. I mean, Did like you hear you about said, the IGN interview? No, no, no. What he said. He they he was like, you know, I hope the, that footage that was cut out saw the light of day. We'll see the light of day someday. I mean, that's the good thing. Like, if I die anytime soon, it'll probably show up. That's the good thing about when actors dies that the footage comes out. Jesus Christ! And so when, what IGN, was that? when IGN was leaving, they're like, "Well, we hope you don't die soon." And, and apparently, according to them, his response was, "We all die." It's like what the fuck? Is I mean, going that dude on? went through a lot. I mean, he put him he put himself through yeah. a lot for that movie. Do you want to know what <laughs> the word is that was what was cut out? Yes, please. Okay, get ready, Apparently, kids. Apparently, there was more to the the scene where Common shows up for one scene to get killed. Which, by the way, why didn't if you're gonna? I, I mean, that was stunt casting to have somebody show up that you think is indisposable and then have them get knocked off have him be slipknot yeah so that we all see slipknot we're like oh common like he's gonna be a big part of the movie and then have his head blown off mm-hmm. by the way that was who i was referring to earlier slipknot i don't he he's also, not around long enough to mean anything to the team but he, he means nothing in the comics either no he's <laughs> yeah. not and in fact his function in the comics is pretty much exactly the same as it is in the movie where captain boomerang basically use tricks him into being a guinea pig to test the bombs mm-hmm. which is a great scene for captain boomerang and i wish we got more of that more mm-hmm. of like the disruptive captive boomerang where he's kind of like testing boundaries and stuff he always is that's why i like the new suicide squad comic it's not perfect no. but the dynamic between deadshot and captain boomerang they hate each other yeah. they like really but they will always go back and help the other one yeah. but 
Captain Boomerang will always. There's one comic where they go to the Middle East, and it's uh, an extremist group from the League of Shadows that's broken off and just mm-hmm. became the League. Yeah, and they've taken over like a bunch of towns in the Middle East, and the Suicide Squad has infiltrated them with Black Manta, um, Captain Boomerang, and Deadshot. And Black Manta kind of gets sucked into like the entire belief system there, yeah. and they turn on Captain Boomerang because he like once he sees some kids playing outside and he kind of goes and plays with them, but like the officials snap at him for letting the kids have fun and being distracted from their studies mm-hmm. and Captain Boomerang is like they're kids that's what they're supposed to do they're supposed to go have fun yeah. and then him and Captain Black Manta like go at each other it's such a fucking cool scene yeah. Cap- Black Manta wins by the way he uh, yeah, wins no, uh, pretty, no doubt yeah. <laughs> if you guys don't know Black Manta is a total badass Yeah, uh, especially in Young Justice yes he's anyway. so cool um, but uh, the, the two characters I would have liked to have them flesh out a little bit more are Captain Boomerang and Katana yeah, but Katana wasn't uh, didn't need to be there. Like let's like she's even an afterthought to the. You can see her being an afterthought for the entire movie. I liked the fact that it added another female to the team. Yes, and I liked that she was effect like she kicked ass. Yeah, like I like having that character that's really just around to kick ass. I don't know I, if I remember correctly, the whole sword sucking up the souls of its victims is a new Fifty Two edition mm-hmm. that I'm not. 100% on board for. I like the idea. It kind of adds a fun supernatural side to Katana. I liked her scene in, I believe it was Japan, mm-hmm. where she's tearing up. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Um, I liked it. I wish we could have seen her more with Rick Flagg since he's basically her, He she's basically his bodyguard. Yeah. That could have been a cool dynamic to play up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but you don't get it because they don't like, like, because she's speaking in Japanese and you just assume that he yeah. understands and yeah, they don't really exchange any dialogue i got off track of the scenes that were deleted uh, oh yeah com- <laughs> uh, common getting killed apparently joker leaves chaos ensues at the club joker leaves i guess harley behind and she catches up with him uh-huh. and he's pissed about it and so he slaps her she points a gun on him on joker on joker and he is able to sweet talk her down and then he slaps her and then he sweet talks her again into being part of his thing they, the stuff that was cut out apparently dives more into the abusive relationship mm-hmm. like apparently on the helicopter he saves her, but then she pisses him off somehow. So he pushes her out of the helicopter and, oh. uh, to, to kill her. And then that's when she lands on the roof. And then the helicopter shot down. Mm. And then Joker shows up for the final battle with his hat. That shot where Joker's got that black crap on his face and yeah. tapping up. He shows up for the final battle briefly, confronts them. Harley chooses the team over him, and he uses a grenade to make his escape. Wow, that would have been kind of cool. I would have liked to. I'd like. I want. I have mixed feelings about Harley Quinn separating from Joker. I did until the new Harley Quinn comic kind of made it about somebody coming out of abusive an abusive relationship, mm-hmm. and that's a really cool concept that I think makes Harley Quinn a very strong, independent character. Yeah, and I would have liked to have seen a little bit more of that. You see her starting here. to break away, but it's more of dealing with grief. Um, Matt. Lieberman and I were we were talking about it a little bit, and he brought up the the memory or like the her fantasy that she wanted was to live in like a normal life with the Joker. Yeah, because it was cool it, saying like it's like Jared, a, just as a as a Joker, Joker as a human being. Yeah, the but the thing was is that how everything was really perfect, and if you look at him in it, he's got a perfectly white smile. He's got like a perfectly like kind of like wax face and mm-hmm. slick back hair that he's almost like a mannequin, and that. Yeah. uh Matt was bringing up the fact that because it's an abusive relationship, people in those kinds of scenarios, usually they picture the best version of their partner that yeah. obviously is not good for them and that this is 
her version, version of, of that, that which is adds a lot more to the scene and yeah. okay uh i did want to ask though before we get because we can dive into the characters for a million years but what did you think of batman's little cameos and my boy showing up i the it was cool seeing the flash i personally am a big fan of the new costume that okay i like that it comes a little point in the back kind of adds like a little to the aerodynamics and yeah. it just it was fucking cool it was cool so my cool. only problem with it is it was very obviously shot at another time yeah like which was kind Jai of Courtney even said he's yeah, like yeah he wasn't fucking on set he's like he's like now thinking about it obviously that's who it was yeah obviously but uh, uh i liked i i'm i wish we could have gotten a little bit more of ben affleck's batman really um i i here's here's the thing and we'll dive into this a little bit to people like oh the villain wasn't good like we got a lot of tweets uh i I pulled one of them that was like thought the villain was garbage and it's like you got a whole movie of villains Mm -hmm. like i would love to see these guys be the bad guy in any movie in any of these superheroes movie i like the will smith's deadshot versus batman i like the little taste of it we got like i'd like to see more of jared leto's joker versus ben affleck's batman it's a fun idea like if you can think about that that means they've like cross paths many times yeah. in Gotham which is really cool well and they even when they bring up everybody's stats at the beginning for Harley Quinn's they bring up I just I don't I didn't I couldn't see anything else of it but they bring up Jason Todd's name yeah so she was a part of whatever went down mm-hmm. damn and I also like they try to they try to establish that she's she might even be more vicious than the Joker I like that she's definitely dangerous this oh, yeah. Harley Quinn is definitely dangerous mm-hmm. I don't really get the feel from the movie Harley Quinn that she's more dangerous than the Joker because he yeah. is a goddamn nightmare but uh <laughs> she is definitely a big threat and uh I, I liked everyone's little intros but i was disappointed that we didn't get a lot of killer croc like and you said well, that and apparently, were, apparently yeah. there were scenes deleted where they talk he his his backstory where he was already felt ostracized because of a skin condition and that's where he started just choosing to perceive himself as beautiful uh, which was one of my favorite lines in the whole movie when, when uh when they're talking about how they're ugly on the inside and harley quinn's except killer croc He's ugly on the outside. And he's like, I'm beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love, and I also loved him in fights where he tore up. Like, I like Killer Croc a lot. But so it's him being ostracized and then uh, how I guess he would take junk in his cell and make little, like, uh, 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 like, like statues and stuff out mm-hmm. of him and stuff like that. That's cool. Uh, so it fleshed him out a little bit more. And, yeah. I think the way, there is a Killer Croc comic that came out in New 52 that kind of really tried to humanize him because he's one of the characters that I've always kind of had a problem with even though I love the look of him and the yeah. idea behind him is really cool, but he's a cannibal and I can't get past that. Like all these people are like murderers. It's like, it's like when we were watching the killing joke and it's like, you try to add the human element to Joker, even yeah. though you just saw him do something unspeakable to yeah. Barbara Gordon. Uh, then you go and like, look at killer Croc. He's like, yeah, cool. Like, yeah, I want to be like killer Croc. He's like, he eats yeah. people yeah. and it's not like he has no choice. He will just do it willy-nilly like <laughs> people come into a cell and grab and yeah. munch like he'll just grab a chunk and start eating like yeah. it's like i don't i that always like doesn't sit well with me and i don't know why that i don't know why that particular character doesn't like sit well with me but it's always bugged me you know how uh i wanted a shot to do a different version of killer croc and now that he's in, in the cinema i probably won't be able to get to do this version but i thought you could do because one of the appeal of batman is that his villains are more grounded mm-hmm. and the people the characters that test that idea are killer croc poison ivy and clayface especially yeah. uh but i thought croc would be pretty easy to do because there's those body modders mm-hmm. that like have put the bumps in their head oh, and, yeah. and tattoo to look like scales and bifurcate their tongue and it's like have a bodybuilder that's really into the body mod and he's killer croc and that's your killer croc as opposed to like a skin condition it's something he's done 
maybe it started as a skin condition. He started doing the tattoos to just make it his jam, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, like he added to it. Like, yeah. yeah, that'd be really cool. I see that was they got backstories for everybody, even Captain Boomerang, which you didn't need, which I still no. liked. But you all they said for Killer Croc was that evolution went backwards. And I'm like, that doesn't happen in like nature. <laughs> so, like, I would really like. Like something like a shot when he in the new fifty two the comic that I meant to bring up was that it tells the point of view of like him taking down some dirty cops that like try to yeah. come into the sewer and that it it cuts back to when he's a kid um and uh, they find out basically you find out in the story that the dirty cops killed this detective that had helped him when he was a kid wow and how it's when his like condition started to like manifest that his eyes changed and like he started yeah. growing the scales and like his teeth were like being like something was happening with his teeth they don't really explain what happens to his teeth but they're getting like filed down and uh how his aunt like makes him like sit in the bath and like try to rub off his scales until like they're gone but yeah. like that's not how it works yeah. but this detective comes up to him and gives him ice cream when the kids are making fun of him and he's like one day you're gonna be president or you're gonna be king you're gonna be like you're gonna be in charge of all these people and no one can like you can't you're not going to deal with all this anymore yeah. and then at the end of the comic after he's taken down all the cops it, he has all these homeless people that live with him and like he is like the, he's their protector and like that's he cool. gets them food and like he takes care of them and they like start chanting killer croc and it's like that's oh no king croc and that's really cool that's cool there's also uh you haven't read batman earth one right Mm-mm. in volume two they have a cool take on killer croc that's cool um we got this tweet by devon taylor at Jesus 12 uh, characters were fun and cast well, but the movie lacked a sense of urgency and uber underdeveloped villain. And like I said, we got a lot of tweets about the villain, so I wanted to know what you thought about Enchantress, Enchantress, and her brother, who is from the comics, Incubus. Is Incubus. The character's name. Oh, okay, that would been cool. They super obscure. Yeah, that was she. She's obscure even to comics. I know she's mm-hmm. in like the Suicide Squad at a point, but even everything else she's been in has been like she kind of actually had a bigger role in Flashpoint. But yeah. besides that, like she's not that big she was she was a part of the uh john ostrander's original take on suicide john off ostrander the building building. yeah that was really cool um that was a very on the nose like thing if anyone's ever read which also tying into um what we talked about last week with killing joke he's the one that brought barbara gordon back in her wheelchair because apparently he and his wife were super pissed off about how the character was treated Mm -hmm. in killing joke so like we're gonna bring her back and make her a badass Mm -hmm. without her legs no she was amazing so Uh, if you love oracle you have john ostrander to thank that's awesome. Uh, but no, he, uh, da, 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 Enchantress was, I I always thought the idea behind Enchantress is like super depressing. Yeah. Uh, because the, it's a person. Basically, she's possessed. She's possessed and she's stuck with it, this witch for yeah. her entire life. It visually, like her first scene in the conference room is with so the cool. The, the, the hand bit is so great. Mm-hmm. And her going and like stealing those like documents in a, in a flash. Yeah. Um, also how smart she is when like she releases her brother it's not like the it's not like there's not a lot of tension in that scene it's kind of black because she's no. moving so fast it doesn't like things don't matter yeah the movie moves at a very brisk pace yeah uh so i and like i don't i don't know the time period for this movie i don't know how what the time period was between her releasing her brother and building that starting to build that machine no. and the suicide squad whatever getting there the machine, and whatever. Yeah. yeah i don't know what it means like i don't know why they call so it, it a machine saying machine but it's literally just a beam with a garbage beam in the sky it's a gar- it's just garbage spinning in on garbage but uh i didn't really care for her very much i i excuse me i i like the idea that the squad has to fight one of their own like yeah. they obviously you can't control her she's like a god and kill clean up one of waller's mistake that's one issue i kind of have with waller is that her big plan is kind of proven to be 
uh, garbage right off the bat. Yeah. Like it kind of falls apart immediately. Immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, but all the which it I, always does in the Suicide Squad. Yeah. Uh, but I really liked all. Surprisingly, normally I don't comment on this stuff, but like the the visual depiction of her powers mm-hmm. and the way, even the just the grunts that she uses to fight off the squad were interesting the the way the goo when they destroyed cars and stuff the way there was the the goo that trail off of it cool. even when she her she ignites her brother and he starts sucking in people for his powers that, that was sequence cool is really cool the even even the garbage beam in the sky when they go in it had a very ghostbusters vibe mm-hmm. you know what i mean so it's i was surprised that considering david ader is kind of known as a more like gritty practical effect guy like all the special effects really impressed me I, I even Incubus, like I know he's completely CGI, but yeah. he still looked good. Still like, looked cool, served his purpose. Uh, El Diablo's final form, whatever, and that was all like David Ayer and DC people, because yeah. that's I don't believe that's ever happened in the well, comics. They established they they really, it, and this is another thing I like, especially as we're going into Doctor Strange, where they are bending over backwards to like try and explain magic. Like mm-hmm. this movie is like magic's a thing, yeah, and we're not even gonna we're not even gonna spend any time like apologizing about it like enchantress is a witch from ancient times deal with it apparently el diablo might actually be connected to the devil somehow (laughs) oh no in the comics he is connected in the in one of the newer new suicide squad runs he's in the group and he said that like his powers are specifically attached to hell and to satan i did like how it's not just projecting fire like he could make things out of it yeah i thought that was a cool depiction of Mm -hmm. it i like that he made the crown and he said bye and everything that was cool um, I, I think he was I, Will Smith might have been my favorite part I think he was El Diablo was the standout and I, that's when it, you have to see how good the other actors were and how they responded to his backstory they're like oh you killed your kids and like yeah. Boomerang is taken like aback he's like I what yeah you killed your kids because you couldn't control your ability like Jesus Christ yeah and that's I like the idea that they didn't like try and tame him tame that like it's like well the kids go to top like no like when he's saying he doesn't want to use his powers anymore because bad things happen like he's not joking Mm. you know yeah um some people were saying that it's like that when will smith forces him to even though it does save the group by doing that it's shitty because he's been through hell like literally and you're just like it's inconvenience that he's not helping so you kind of force him into yeah. like like play his hand and when at the end when he's like this is my family i don't like when people say that in movies no. i'm like it's always like a stretch it's like you're not just say it's my team it's like yeah. we will buy it a lot better if you yeah. say that family's family's a family and it was challenging because they've only been working together i feel like that's something that could flesh out if you just establish that harley and deadshot like and maybe diablo were able to in- interact with each other in prison before mm-hmm. they were team or because they're all in bell rev or as they're training to be part of the team just uh something like that so they've known each other longer than this day mm-hmm. but the one thing that saves it for me a little bit is i like the people in this team yeah even in this movie i like these characters so it makes sense that they would start to like each other mm-hmm. you know yeah no i get so you. that's the one thing that like i did l- the two things that two gripes and there are visual things because I like the David Ayer is practical, but sometimes that doesn't always work. When it came to the magic, Cardi Levine's like little dancing thing, that doesn't bug a lot of people. But for me, it was so distracting when I was watching. I was like, I can't. It's a very, and it's even a very small scene. Like it's only that last. It, it pulled, but it like it pulled me out. I was like, what the fuck is she doing? Like I mean, I know it's magic, so you have freedom to do whatever you want. Yeah. And also, Croc running on all fours into the sewer. I was like, you could have taken a dive in like you could have walked in like he didn't need to crawl into the water and yeah. i know he's a lizard whatever but it's like 
that was silly. It was silly. It's also, too much for you. and you could see when things are like edited and like when uh, what they do, they killed, they cut out the heart and like. Right, which also someone brought up like it would have been really cool if they didn't have Katana that when the weapons all got pulled she grabbed one of Captain Boomerang's boomerangs and no. cut like the heart out with a boomerang that would have looked yeah. really cool so but um, when Rick Flag turns the dead shot and he's like her heart's out we can end this and I'm like shut the fuck up yeah. like what what studio exec was like oh gotta make sure that the we, heart's out yeah. we can end it now it's yeah. like Fine, you know what? There, we'll say it. Rick, uh, Joel Kinnaman, come in. Come, yeah. come, come read this exact email I just got. And he's like, okay. Uh, we got this other tweet by Kyle, Kyle McGowan at Kyle McGowan 18. The critics were wrong. It was a great movie. And I wanted to take a second to talk with you about your <laughs> thoughts on... Because we, we've got another big throwdown, like all the fans versus Rotten Tomatoes. Even though Rotten Tomatoes is just an aggregate. They, they are not reviewing shit. Yeah, they have never put... I don't think they put out genuine reviews for anything. No. no. And so it's just, the, it's just the critics. And so this idea that, like, the critics don't like what we like. I, I, wanted, I wanted to know what your thoughts on that situation was. They say there's a conspiracy theory behind, like, critics hitting DC movies, like, because there was such a negative backlash with The Killing Joke and Batman v Superman and now Suicide Squad. Guys, shockingly, even though we like Suicide Squad... To be fair, I think this. I think that score is a little harsh. I think I don't what think is it at now? it's like twenty three percent. I don't That's insane. That to it, me. this movie does not. I don't think it deserves that score. But with in terms of the other two, Killing Joke is not a good movie, and yeah. Batman v Superman is riddled with fifty times more problems than this one than Suicide Squad. And I would it's say just the same amount of problems. Same amount for me at least. And but also it's. But on top of that, it's not fun. It's not a fun yeah, movie to watch. But this one is fun. No, that's what I mean. I mean that's what I'm saying is the past two movies when they say there's a pattern, it's like those two movies that led up to it yeah. kind of deserve their own scores. Here's and this is where my confusion comes in. Mm-hmm. Because if the critics represent like the standard of cinema, mm-hmm. then yeah, like I, that's fair. Because like, this movie does have its problems. It's a messy movie. I get that. It's when you look at like ant-man and guardians of the galaxy and they're, get, they're sitting at like 80s and 90 percent it's mm. like well hold, hold on a second like ant-man the most of the plot of ant-man does not make any fucking sense like it, when you break it down i mean except for it's pretty clearly defined and you can when you watch the movie it doesn't feel like you're missing anything it's like this is a story that they wanted to tell regardless if it's a better story or not yeah. you still got the whole thing from beginning to end you don't you can't look at it and be like and maybe on top of the fact that we know that Warner Brothers went in, and even though David Ayer said he didn't, this is his cut, Warner Brothers obviously went in and changed things. Yeah. You can tell when you watch Suicide Squad that things are missing, and it doesn't fit. And the flow of the entire movie is pretty all over the place. Yeah, maybe that's maybe that's enough for people. And I guess for me, it's more like, with those... with. I, I I would take a messy movie over a movie that plays it safe any day. Yeah. I would take a movie that try. And so for me, I found this more enjoyable... Because it felt like it was trying things. It felt like it was experimenting some. It definitely is. And I'm also biased because I like crime. So the idea of taking a bunch of bad guys and cutting them loose Mm. is fun for me. No, it's it's a cool idea. Did it nail it on the head? Not really, but it did a good job. I I, I can say that this movie did a good job. Do you think... Will Wonder Woman and Justice League save the day? Like Wonder Woman, I think is gonna it's gonna people are gonna like. I yeah. I, I really think because here's what I think the the litmus test will be. Because mm-hmm. what we might be seeing is not DC specific, mm-hmm. but more like superhero fatigue. I think I, I'll be interested to see what the reviews are for Doctor Strange. I don't think they're gonna be good. I mean, well, maybe the, I, the 
because it's it, the, you can't make the judgment off of Captain America Civil War because that was a home run. Yeah. That was just a really rad movie. Mm-hmm. Like that was always going to, I would imagine, always pretty well received mm-hmm. because it's it's solid all the way and then. Doctor Strange, if it is kind of like the same, but with a new guy in a cape, like it'll be interesting to see how People critics respond. respond to it. Yeah, because he he's trickier. People aren't responding very well, like for like to all of his like promotion and whatnot. Yeah, it's a lot of cool ideas. Like he's got some cool like stylized do things. Some very cool stuff with it. I'm hoping we haven't seen the best stuff in the trailers. No, I don't. I really don't. Think, I think we're getting a lot of hints. To, like obviously the third act. A lot of hints to the third act yeah. of what's going to happen, but we still don't have a damn clue what's what this all means. Yeah, so yeah. I, I don't know. I'm excited to see that. But we did get a couple other tweets. We have one here, uh, Eddie Garcia at N7 Kaiju. If they were to release a director's cut, what are you hoping to see? Um, more everything, even movie. Yeah, a more a more like evenly paced movie. Yeah, and I, if David Ayer's standing by the fact that this is like his director's cut. We probably won't see that, but we'll just see some deleted scenes. I would like to. All the if the, the scenes that I'm hearing that are deleted are what was deleted. I would like to see those, and I'm personally, I'd like to see them integrated in the movie, even though it sounds like it make it a pretty different, especially with Joker, make it a pretty different movie. Definitely darker, definitely yeah. darker. And I maybe when you tell them now that I'm like thinking about them a little bit, I get why they. I understand why they would cut those from yeah. a movie that if they're trying to introduce Harley Quinn on top of all these characters and they're still trying to keep it fun. It's really hard to make a movie fun if you're seeing a like, abuse blatant abuse like that. It is interesting that they really went hard in the direction of rooting for like the when we saw it the first time at the last scene when Joker shows up, our audience cheered. Yeah, same which, with ours. Which yep. seemed like a weird reaction to like. Well, you don't want Joker to be dead, but this, yeah, at the same. Well, it's time. not about him. Did anybody think he was dead? Did he? Mm, I, yeah. I, I in fact would have liked a moment where when the helicopter crashed and Amanda Waller's like Joker's down. And everybody just pauses, like, "Wait, did we just kill Joker?" Yeah, like Batman's been doing this <laughs> for like twenty, 20 years. years and he, yeah. hasn't, he hasn't killed the Joker yet, and we killed him with. Just, he was flying. Missiles. Yeah, <laughs> we haven't thought about shooting missiles at the Joker yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another uh, tweet, photo at photo plays. What characters do you want them to add in a Suicide Squad sequel? Black Manta. Black Manta would be cool. I was thinking, I guess, because I was thinking along the lines of like disposable characters, uh-huh. plastique. Plastique would be would cool. Be cool. Not, depends if we get Superman back because like I don't know what we're gonna get. We could maybe get. I like that Parasite's been in like the newer like issues. Like that's Parasite, been really cool. Metallo could be interesting, but we they, you, you don't Superman have Superman. Hasn't, Superman hasn't been around as long as Batman, yeah, so you can't like. If it comes after Flash, you could have Reverse Flash, and Reverse Flash is always like having a speedster on that team is very cool. It definitely or adds. Captain Cold. Captain Cold would be really cool. You know who'd be really interesting? People that were kind of bothered with Harley's depiction in this movie what might add to the dynamic is they've tried to make a like in the new 52 a romantic subplot with her with her and Deadshot, which i've never really liked the idea of no oh, yeah uh somebody who's been a part of the suicide squad in the past poison ivy that'd be cool poison ivy t- pulling harley away from joker and everything that'd be really cool if she was like the if she was able to kind of bring her and make her, her own individual yeah. i would really appreciate that i think that'd be really that's cool. something that I, we can't really comment too much on because we're two boys dirty yeah. boys there but, are a lot of comments that, especially coming to us, like, can you comment on, like, they say there's, like, sexism in the movie and yeah. other problems. And I did a tweet to ladies, even though plenty of guys replied to it, too, uh, uh, about what they thought in, because I read an article and I shared an article on the sexism and what they thought, because I have opinions on it. Mm-hmm. And and it, for me, I actually thought this was an improvement over Marvel movies because the 
women in this movie were useful and mm-hmm. pertained to the plot. Even Katana, who barely existed, kicked ass in all her scenes and, and was in Harley was, was kick, even though she was sexualized. Um, she was kick ass. Amanda Waller, badass as ever, although she was the one that needed saving. Mm-hmm. Um, Which but is it, kind of the main story for a lot of Suicide Squad yeah, stories. But you were pointing out that and so for me, that's that's an improvement over the Marvel females, which seem to me, for the most part, basically useless in those movies, uh, I, and are just there to pout over the main guy. And to me, that's an improvement. Wait, you say in Marvel movies? In Marvel pout? movies, they're, yeah, they're just all like, "Oh, why doesn't the guy love me the way I want which, to be which loved?" Which one? Do you, but specifically, uh, heroes. Pepper Potts, uh, 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 Gamora, who's completely useless in Guardians of the Galaxy, which, but she doesn't um, pout. The, she doesn't pout the, over anybody. The Wasp in um, uh, uh, Hope, Hope. Uh, Van Dyne. Hey, Hope yeah. Van Dyne in Ant-Man, who isn't until the end of the movie that she gets her costume. Like, uh, the one standout, obviously, Black Widow. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Great character. Uh, one of the best in the whole MCU. Not in the movies, but obviously Jessica Jones. Great. She's great. Uh, Wait, hold on. Gamora doesn't pout over anybody in the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, but she's she is there specifically to be the love interest to Star-Lord. That is her only function in the movie. No, she's the one who bridges the gap and brings everybody to the cosmic... Uh, orb not cube because now an orb she's the one who like does all the bridging yeah, and everything I, I mean you didn't you didn't like the movie so that's different like you like, I didn't hate the movie no, alright no, no, I didn't, no, no, I didn't say you hated it I just I said you didn't, didn't like it. it I didn't love uh, it I, I liked it I didn't love it but like that's the thing I, I enjoyed it I felt like I get what you're saying though no. I get because in this Harley kicked a lot there's the one scene where she like wraps around the like mindless like ones or whatever they are and like she just like she takes out one while breaking in another one and, she like, also has my favorite gun the yeah, oh, the gun that was yeah, really that cool that was cool uh, and I love when like of course the damn chamber like switches <laughs> over love. I liked yeah. it I, w- I ate that shit up but anyway I, uh, in Marvel movies they for the most part again we're guys so it's like yeah. it's very it's like I it's I, I don't feel like it's I should really be voicing too strong enough opinion yeah, here, but I do. Here. Uh, but to but to we have to still talk about it because it happened. Um, I feel in Marvel movies they don't sexualize their characters or their female characters as much. Um, that's probably true. Yeah, and I think that's a a step in the right direction. And but you also on top of that you get more moments of them kicking ass. They don't kick ass as much as like Katana like cutting people's like heads off and yeah. stuff. And that's so freaking cool. Yeah. Or Harley, but it's. Um, in this or even Gal Gadot and taken Wonder down yeah. taken on Doomsday by herself while Superman and Batman are just jerking off in the corner like yeah. they're not doing anything but uh, in Marvel movies at, at the very least they're not being sexualized and they are taking steps to be to to doing more yeah. and not being attached to a guy because in a, in a way Harley is still very much attached to the Joker and yeah. is motivated to get him back yeah. or to get to him or that's get him back true. and but and I guess for me what makes that a little bit more okay is one that's Harley Quinn like, it is Harley and, Quinn that's but, what people and, and, are confused and, and about the counterpoint too. is you have Amanda Waller and Katana yeah Amanda she doesn't need anybody she yeah. is in charge of everybody and she is also the scariest person in the movie yeah, she, she's fucking way scarier <laughs> than Enchantress when she just shoots those guys that was okay they, that was jarring but I'm like yeah I, I had a hard time processing because it it's like is it, Amanda Waller really that I, she in the comics she's always ruthless is she that ruthless and I thought about it then I thought about it it's like I don't care because it, it gives life to that joke of like that old spy movie joke of like if I told you I'd have to kill you like she literally told them and then had to kill them yeah that's I, cool I'll I, take it I, and I also will... Viola Davis is so dope oh the, the teaser with her I love any scene where Amanda Waller is able to tell Batman like I know who you are bitch yeah <laughs> <laughs> I 
Uh, really quick, favorite one of my favorite lines is Will Smith at the very end. He's like, "How are you not dead?" Yeah. <laughs> because it's like, no, for everything yeah. that's happened, you should be dead. You, Your you helicopter crashed. Crap. You were stuck in like a building that was basically in hell. Like mm-hmm. you get taken by the devil yeah. and like manipulated by her. And it's like, okay, you should be dead. Which and is also, a great line. He also gets that line. Their interactions really cool because after she shoots the guy, she's, he was like. That's gangster. Yeah. Also, you, that's a mean yeah. lady. <laughs> mean lady. Uh, so I, the, you, there's the two varying opinions on varying opinions. Is that what uh, I just opinions. said? Yeah. Depends, <laughs> varying yeah. opinions about the femininity. It will help if we get. None of this will matter if we get more movies where the women are the protagonists. Right. More Wonder Woman. Why haven't we gotten a Black Widow movie for the love of God? Yeah. Captain Marvel. <laughs> uh, really excited about yeah. that. Did you see that picture that uh, she shared? Um, Reading it? Yeah. In the Captain she, Marvel in shirt? Captain Marvel, Marvel onesie. It's like that That got me really excited for she her She still role. hasn't responded to my proposal, which She'll is get getting a little disheartened. <laughs> but... Uh, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. But uh, you were bringing up the end credit scene, which is amazing with Amanda Waller and, and Bruce, and Bruce Wayne. Wayne. Uh-huh. I I liked, I liked that. And the I I suspected that if this movie was a breakout hit, that the next Justice League movie after the first one would be Justice League versus Suicide Squad. I know in that this teaser this tag kind of hinted at that I don't think that's going to happen I don't also think that's a good idea I think that people really like these characters even regardless of the reviews but the Justice League is supposed to beat them immediately right yeah it's like the power level is just a whole nother yeah you don't have anyone except for maybe El Diablo or Enchantress if she was there Enchantress could although both Enchantress and El Diablo are out of play now yeah so you have nobody that could really take on anybody I don't know about you I'd love to see I would love to see a sequel yeah I really want to see you can do anything too you can put them against any threat and build a new team you have to have your dead shot your um, Harley. Harley and your Captain Boomerang and after that though you can really you could do whatever you mm-hmm. want yeah. yeah be cool to have Killer Croc back you know uh, I'm gonna put this as a character I'd really like to see uh, Bronze Tiger Bronze Tiger's cool do you want him with the tiger head you gotta have him with the tiger, <sighs> the tiger head. head would be cool I'd even like the way they did Michael J. White with the with the cool jacket and the claws mm-hmm. I'd also I'd like to see somewhere please universe I'm gonna put this out in the universe Arrowverse DC Movieverse I'd like to see a live action Secret Six like Catman and Ragdoll, mm-hmm. uh, they kind of filled the void of a villain team when yeah. the Suicide Squad was around, and they're just a lot of fun. Kim mm-hmm. Simone's run with them so good. Anyway, cool. just throwing that out there. That would be fun. I uh, I thought that the end credit scene was bat- way better than Wonder Woman receiving emails and Batman v Superman, and I think <laughs> we could have you could have cut that out. And if you had this, you'd be like, mm-hmm. oh shit, no. this is really cool. And with already seeing the Flash in there, you're like, yeah. okay, no, Batman now knows. Are you? With Batman v Superman being a little shaky, Suicide Squad being a little shaky, are you worried about Wonder Woman and Justice League? Yes. Are you still excited? You kind of ha- no. Of course I'm. Of course I'm excited. Yeah, but, but you, at the same time, you have to be worried because yeah. of how these have performed. Do you think Jeff Jones will save the day now I, that he's been promoted, or do you think? I I'm concerned that maybe he was thrown on the bus. Like, hey, now this is your problem. Fix it. I agreed that he yeah. is kind of but also it's a little too yeah with that he's a little too late like wonder woman's made like he can't go and sit down and like he could tell them what to, kind of reshoots they need to do well but he like, did write the script for wonder woman yeah he oh was, that's he really was cool one of he was one of the it's based on a story by zack snyder i think he just got the story credit because he created story elements in batman v superman <sighs> but jeff johns and, and i can't remember the other guy's name they wrote it so hope 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 oh, springs man. eternal Hope springs eternal. Yes. I want a year from now, May, 
2017. I want to be seeing those Rotten Tomatoes, 80s, 90s for Wonder Woman. Hey, I'll take a 70. I'll take a <laughs> you know I'll certified take a fresh at 70. That'd yeah. be fine. Yeah. Ghostbusters is a 70. That I'll take it. I gotta be this, real. I enjoyed Suicide Squad more than Ghostbusters. I enjoyed it as much. I enjoyed it as much. How is it 20 something mm-hmm. in Ghostbusters? I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. See, even but even Ghostbusters had the story more fleshed out. Like it was still like st- yeah. it was a it, was it wasn't a constant. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. choppy. It wasn't as choppy. Damn, we can go on that. Ah, just love the movie has its problems, and the more you think about it, the more problems start to pop up. So it's like, I, I would love know. a sequel. I would love I'm, a sequel. I'm just I'm just saying, putting it out in the universe. I'd love. A Give sequel. us a director's cut too. No, maybe I don't know what the hell you do with it. But uh, guys. Thank you so much for listening to Only Stupid Answers. Here's all of our uh, disjointed thoughts on <laughs> Suicide Squad and all other nerdy things that are happening in the world today. Uh, DJ, you want to do a little plug? Yeah, you can find me at DJ Talks Trash on YouTube and Twitter and Instagram. I just, I've been putting up videos on Friday. I just did one on a very brief history of the Suicide Squad from their 1950s origins to now. Nice. And comics, you should, if you're more interested in the Suicide Squad or you want, it, you hated it and you want to wash the taste out of your mouth, comics you can check out for the good stuff. Uh-huh. Nice. Uh, you can follow me on twitter at sam basher um instagram at sam basher and uh what is a nice little oh and i'll give you guys a uh, if you follow me on twitter i'll tweet out when my geek history lesson comes out with jason inman Mm -hmm. and uh his co-host we talk about flashpoint and just in time it'll come up come out just before flash season three starts so that way you can learn up on it and notice that the tv show will be nothing like (laughs) um the comic at all but yeah uh guys thank you so much for listening again go ahead and give us a like and repost on soundcloud also give us a five star rating please on a five star rating please on itunes uh you can also rate and review and if you can review we'll read it on the show because we like doing that um but guys we'll see you next week we'll be talking about more nerdy stuff if you have any things that you would like us to touch upon go ahead and tweet at us at uh only stupid answers uh minus the vowels and stupid Mm -hmm. we're also on facebook which you can check us check us out there give us a like we'll uh we'll do some stuff there probably we got some exciting stuff down the line oh coming down the pipe or is it pike i've heard both Probably both. Probably both. We're coming down both. We're coming down both. And we're also on Instagram. We post little photos, teases of um, the what we're going to talk about on the podcast the, just before the podcast goes up. So you get a little taste, mm. a little flavor of what we're going to talk about. But guys, thank you so much again. Wow, made that. Don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's gone. We're done. <laughs> done. That's the bye end bye. of the podcast. We, we love you. Bye-bye. Okay, bye.